And now, the greatest sports talk radio show going today. That's right, Blow the Whistle. With your host, Tyler Butterball Buterball. Lonzo Ball, he's one heck of a playmaker. And he's going to set these guys up open. He's going to set up Levine. Now DeRozan, Vooch, he's going to be able to set these guys over. And last year, 37.8% from three-point. That's pretty darn good. And David, Double D Dykstra. Texas will be lucky to be 500. Oklahoma will be lucky to get out of there with no more than three losses. Like, they're, they're going into conferences where they're going to get shellacked. Andrew Pepe Valentin. This is... The biggest scar on the Blackhawks, on hockey, on the NHL, you can possibly think of. This was a conspiracy theory that is true. This is this was a this was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that this monster was allowed to inflict his his will on this young man and use his power as a coach. Hit us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blow T whistle one. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E one. And now here's Tyler, Andrew, and David. Now, before we get going, we got a little something special for everybody. So I'm going to fade this down real quick. We had a great friend of the show, a great guy in general, absolutely talented dude, pass away very suddenly last week. So, Mario, bro, this is for you. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Yo, don't you know it's time? You know, you know those guys. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. One name's on your mind when the game's on the line. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. Yep. Legends never die. That being said, legends never do die. And Mario will never, ever be forgotten. Rest in peace, my friend. Absolutely devastating news for... Everybody who knew him, um, still trying to kind of wrap my head around it, but we're going to kind of throw in Mario throughout the show. Everybody will know it's Mario he when it happens. Yep. <laughs> He'll, everybody will know it's Mario when it happens, but gentlemen, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but there was kind of a big game on Sunday. Really? What yeah. We're that? going to have to get into it and talk to it, but first Welcome into Blow the Whistle. We want to thank everybody who is listening, everybody who's watching on Instagram Live. What's going on, guys? Also, you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. You can also email us at Blow T Whistle Radio at gmail.com. Thank you to all our Under the Hood podcast listeners, new and reoccurring. Gentlemen, are you ready to talk Super Bowl? I thought we were going to talk curling. I, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought I thought about I, it. I'm off for two weeks and we come back with some football game. What's up with that? Uh, well, that being said, unacceptable. Oh, it's acceptable. <laughs> Get ready, boys, because here we go. unleash a soul-crushing, unrelenting defense 
a head-spinning onslaught of an offense and take care of unfinished business right here, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the champions of the NFC, your Los Angeles Rams! It is time. Time for a team that has risen from the ashes to become one of the most feared, dominant, absolutely electrifying teams in the NFL. Time to give their city their first Super Bowl win in franchise history. Ladies and gentlemen, the champions of the AFC, your Cincinnati Bengals! It is time. It is time for all of us here and millions around the world to bear witness to these incredible players who will leave every ounce of sweat, guts, and pride and legacy on this hallowed field because that is what champions do. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to say, finally, it is time for the Super That's right. How can you not get hyped? I know there was a lot of criticism that it took too long. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up, baby. Everybody (laughs) needs to shut up. That was great. All anyone needs to see is Evan McPherson after The Rock's done talking, just looking at his whole special teams crew going, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> that was I mean, that was cool to see him get all hyped about that. That was all LA, baby. That's what it's about. It's showtime. It's 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 the land of milk and honey, right? It's the it's the beautiful I think, place. I just think that's why people weren't liking it because they're like, okay, let's just get this game over with. But this that's just how LA is, you know? Yeah, they that, do it over. Would the you top, rather which have is great? Uh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Michael Buffer does the LA Rams right. I'm not allowed to say it because. It's one of those things that's trademarked. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Yes, exactly. Um, but I was—I actually thought that The Rock was throwing it to Michael Buffer. Yeah, that's that, that's where because I was. He was that's using, where he was going. He was using Joe Buffer's. It's time, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, all right, he's being a little bit of a jerk. But yeah. <laughs> but my question to our our listeners, everybody out there. What were your overall thoughts of the Super Bowl? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Let us know what you thought. Tyler, I'll come to you first. I mean, overall, I mean, how could you not like this matchup in general? Like, the whole game itself was, I was just off my chair, like, the entire time, the whole four, all four quarters. It was just a great game. Granted, I wanted the Bengals to win, but I mean, I you couldn't be happy. You have to be happy for Matthew Stafford being in the league for 13 years, yeah, and now finally getting his first Super Bowl. Well, victory. not just not just Stafford. I mean, OBJ, the way Whitworth. Yeah, you can say what you want. Yeah, what, yeah, I know. Whitworth going out, not just playing his old team and beating them in the Super Bowl, but winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year in the right. same year that he wins the Super Bowl. I don't know if anybody's ever done that no. either. And, he's, and he might not even be done yet. Like, that's the thing. is like He yeah. hasn't said he's going to retire yet. I th- if I'm him, I pull Peyton Manning and, 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 I mean, and, and a Jerome Bettis. Point, right? <laughs> and go, 
Guys, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're the only even, guy in your position at that age. Like, yeah. come on. Even the greatest it was just to see Aaron Donalds. I mean, not about and Aaron. He he was the last guy to make that play in the to what sealed the game. And then did you see the NFL films thing with McVay? Mm, I don't think McVay so. called it. Called that oh, last I did, play. I did see that. Yes, <laughs> Donald's going to do something here. <laughs> yes, I did see that. Should have was that was fantastic. maybe should have won him the MVP too. But that's and, that's a whole yeah, other discussion. And, and McVay being the youngest ever head coach to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, thirty six. Okay, here, or here's here's something what have you that done with your life lately. <laughs> yeah, way to make us feel like tragic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys are at least younger than him. I'm sitting here at forty four, going, eh, okay, yeah. <laughs> My life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wait, it just bring me down, man. <laughs> God. He's just a big screw to so, the yeah, exactly. Sean McVay. <laughs> hey, Dykstra. He just calls me out. Dykstra. Look what I got. Look what I can do. <laughs> you know, there's like a, there's somewhere there's like a dad, like looking at his son being like, well, you know, Sean McVay's 36 and he already won a Super Bowl. Get out of the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get out of my basement! And you're still, yeah, still in my basement. Um, no, I, for me personally, at least for this Super Bowl, I mean, look, everybody kind of knows which way I was swinging on this. And I, as far as a, you know, listen, this is the third time the Bengals have been to a Super Bowl. This is probably of those teams. This is probably the one with, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but with the least amount of talent to have gotten to this point. With one of the worst records that got to this point for the Bengals, at least, to get to the Super Bowl. And they were only three points away and had an opportunity. If only that left guard would have just stayed in front of Donald for like a second more. It's kind of hard. to. He was in front of him. That was the problem. And Donald <laughs> ran him over. Yeah. Do we, do we talk about how the Bengals just came out in the beginning of that second half? Yeah. Just... Like, oh, you mean with the with the no call? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. But I, I mean, mean, still a first first play touchdown. You take the lead, and then was it the first play from the Rams, and they t uh, they turned it over? It, yeah. it was the first. It was the first series. Yeah, it, at least I'm not series. sure if it was the first throw. I McVeigh had a had a nice. Uh, let's let's run on first down. That was, was a good idea. Jalen Ramsey <laughs> tripped, and you know he. And, and we're going to get into something in the next segment uh, that I didn't even notice, but was brought to my attention yesterday by one of my fellow compatriots at BetQL. So I'm going to, I'm probably going <laughs> to ask yeah. you guys about that, but I, overall very, very fast paced game. Yeah. Like yeah. I looked over Two at the clock. Offenses. I looked over at the clock and was like, wow, yeah. that first half, Flew and I by. wanted to slow down because I wanted to be able to get home <laughs> for the second half. I was like, come on. <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler's in the studios going, stop it. Yeah. Penalties, more penalties. More I penalties. need a review or something. Well, that came later in the game, which I thought was interesting that the whole game, we weren't seeing any flags. And I mean, you've got a lot of, I you could see there was quite a, not a lot, but there was a few missed calls here and there, and then all of a sudden, it's like right there in that and the end of the game at the goal line. It's was just like one after the next. After it was like the three next. or four in a row, like yeah. within a few couple plays. And I'll be honest, I think the turning point for this game was the Logan Wilson call that the Devondre Campbell has gone out and said that's not a holding call. I think it was on Cup. It was. I'm pretty sure that Logan Wilson was covering him, and they said because he was like kind of 
on his hips. He had his hands on his hips. That's a holding call. And I would say that's very ticky tack. I didn't And 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 we're gonna get we're gonna dissect it a little more in yeah. this in this next segment. But uh first and foremost, thanks Gina for saying my life doesn't suck. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> She just hit me up. I was like, your life does not suck. And I was like, thanks. Sure, you get confirmation. It was the rest of us. Oh, listen. Listen, mister. I made cash this past weekend. I don't even want to hear it. Your life has barely just, made money. Just I, fine. I had more money riding on the final score. You have, and it just went down the drain. You have no song. idea what, what torment Tyler and I went through. All right. All right. Let's not even go there. But. We continue this Super Bowl conversation coming up next. We give a little bit of California love here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Super Bowl six years ago. Stafford caught on the run. Caught. Who else? To the 24-yard line he goes. Second to go. Pass. Caught. Got it. Touchdown. Burrow trying to keep it going. Gets spun down. Gets it away. And incomplete. It looked like D-Ron might have had a shot to make the grab. But the Rams now celebrate with a defensive play. Sean McVay gets the Gatorade bath after five seasons. Cooper Cup, phenomenal. Stafford gets the job done. Whitworth at age 40. Aaron Donald, we go back to the fact that Michelle was saying before the game, he's thinking about retiring. This could be the end. We don't know. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl. Um, We're idiots. Highlights courtesy of NBC. Let's dive into this really quick while we got a nice little bed going. And oh yeah, keep it going. Um, I guess the question to all the listeners from the Under the Hood podcast and everybody listening on Instagram and here. Listening to us on Sports Town Chicago is did the Rams win this game or did the Bengals lose this game? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. just trying to think. <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E One and let us know what you think. Andrew, since you are now part of the Who Day Nation. Damn right. Officially. <laughs> Forget oh. the Bear Down Nation. It's all about Who Day. Who day? It's like a baptism. Um, who day th- think gonna beat them Bengals Rams? That's <laughs> what are your thoughts? I I do think the Rams won this game primarily with the defense, right? I mean, towards the what 
the beginning of the second half, it looked like it was going to still be all the offense, and then all of a sudden the defense really showed up. Aaron Donald started to get more pressure. I, they were Listen, Cincinnati's offensive line, yes, they allowed seven sacks on Joe Burrow. Obviously, you can't let that happen and win the Super Bowl. That's just not going to happen. But I will say this. They did a great job of covering him with the offensive line by converting their center uh, into basically a, a second uh, – blocker against Aaron Donald. He would basically pivot off of his foot, switch to Aaron Donald, and give a double team. So it would allow Joe Burrow to be able to have some extra protection so that he could get the ball off quickly. So I I would say the Rams definitely won this game because the Bengals were still in it even to the very end. You know, if if they would have had maybe more experienced offensive line or something, I don't know if they would have had another run play by Joe Mixon to get that first down on the on the fourth and one. Maybe the Bengals are winning that game. Who knows? I mean, you look at that last play where Donald disrupts the pass from Joe Burrow. Everybody's been showing it lately. Jamar Chase had Jalen Ramsey beat. He had Jalen Ramsey falling. That's what I yeah. wanted to talk and about. Yeah. If he if he shrugs off that tackle by Darnold, yeah. it's a touchdown. If he pushes up in the pocket and he lets that one rip, it's an easy touchdown. Yeah. As long as Jamar Chase catches it, it's a touchdown. And that could be the deciding factor of the game. I'm not saying Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup don't with go like, march down the yeah, field. And right. They would have had like 34, 40 seconds left on the clock, I think, or something like that. It would have had some time left to be able to make some plays. I mean, we saw them do that in the was the NFC Championship game yeah. to set it up. They went down the field in a few seconds to set it up for Matt Gay to hit the game-winning field goal. But... In that case, you've got to score a touchdown then. You you don't have the field goal option. You yeah. have to score the touchdown. So I, I think that I think it was the Rams that won it. I give it to the defense, especially for being the ones that I would say changed the momentum in that game, especially. I, I'm right there with you, uh, Andrew. I believe, I think that the Rams actually did win this game. Because if you look, the, the score was so close to the entire game is that it could have gone either way. Yeah, it was just that Rams. De- the Rams defense just really stepped it up late in the game, and even the offense, like on that final drive for the Rams, really, um, despite there was penalties and stuff like that. But with what they were did and what they were doing to bring them back up twenty three twenty, it has to be the Rams. And and kind of like exactly what you said about uh, Jamar Chase, that could have been a touchdown. Yeah. So I mean, it was just a lot of that was Aaron Donald, and but I mean. Because if you're saying, to me at least, if you're saying that the Bengals lost this game, it's kind of almost like they had no chance. But really, they I mean, they were right there with the Rams. They had the lead. They had like, a lot for, of opportunities. Yeah, they, they did. They, they were there. But, like, the offensive line was just the biggest struggle for the Bengals, not getting right. uh, Joe Burrow enough time to throw the ball under, you know? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I really got sick and tired of hearing, whether it be the Rams fans or the or the Bengals fans, complaining about the officiating listen here's the thing you had a missed call on that face mask by t higgins right and then you had a a bad interference call on logan wilson right Mm -hmm. which to me that was probably some of the best coverage i've seen a linebacker do he's one of the very long underrated coverage linebackers in the game he did really really well that being said rams won that game for for McVeigh and and Stafford and Cup just to look at all each all of each other and go, all right, it's time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's time. And there was nothing Cincinnati could do about it. Yeah, nothing. No. And once again, uh, can can we just talk 
once again about the fact that Eli Apple needs to go home. <laughs> Just go home. Man. Are you too good for your home? Just go home. All that dude had to do was turn his head around and look at the ball. Well, that's, yeah. that's really all he... I mean, not, I'm sorry. Not, I know it's Cooper Cup, but you could knock that ball down if you just keep your head turned around did you realize, looking at the quarterback. Did you realize that that 22-yard pass that he threw to Cooper Cup was a no-look? Yeah. yeah. It, it, that they, is sick. They came. Yeah. They uh, they posted a, a new angle on it, and it just looks a thousand times better. Like, sick. Yeah. Absolutely sick and disgusting. Patrick that you Mahomes could never. That, <laughs> that pinpoint... At 22 yards and not even be looking at the wide receiver is disgusting. And to pull something like that in a the most pressure-filled moment, yeah. like <laughs> there could have been no much, not any more pressure than like that situation right there. And Matthew Stafford just pulling that. Like I'm, I'm loving the game even more the more it's being dissected. Right. Mm. Like just the fact that you know these little idiosyncrasies, like Matthew Stafford. Eli Apple bit so hard on that one yard pass mm. to Cooper mm-hmm. Cup, and I was just like, "Oh!" I mean, why? you could see it too. Why? As soon as the as soon as the snap happens, like you can see his head is <laughs> totally he's totally focused on Cooper and following him. And I'm like, his head's not turned around. He's gonna get scored on because as soon as if you're a quarterback and you see a corner's head is not turned looking at you, it's like, "Oh, I've got this dude beat because he's focused on the receiver." So who are you going to throw it to? I'm going to throw it to the guy who he's paying attention to Granted, more than anything. That ball was in a really nice spot. Absolutely. Like it was in a perfect it, spot. It was a Cooper great Cup. spot, but at the same time, but it could have been it could have been deflected or anything. Absolutely. And, if, and can we just say once again, any professional football player wide receiver position if you want to beat Jalen Ramsey, just use a stutter step. He he eats it every time. He bites because he is so super, super aggressive yeah. about making plays that he bites, I'd say, 80 to 85% of the time on that stutter step or double move. He's now, a guy that wants to jump the route yep. constantly, and you can see it a lot, especially, what was it? The, it was the other play against T. Higgins yep. after the face mask thing when he goes, I think for the second touchdown, he tried, or no, it was Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase yeah. he did it too. He tries to jump the route on Jamar Chase, and all Jamar does is move his body like an extra six inches to the mm-hmm. to his right, and it's an easy catch, and he takes it up the field for a first down, and I'm like, why are you trying just play zone on him and tackle him and you've got him down on the ground and now it's a third down. Instead, you try to jump the route because you think you're going to get the interception for the touchdown and he blows it. He's uh, trying he to blew, do you, he blew a lot of coverage. You guys, he looked game. bad. Yeah. Would he you looked, guys consider him overrated? No, absolutely not. He's not overrated. He is just a guy who bites on one specific route because he's ultra aggressive. It's it's. It's a huge win or loss kind of player. He's a lot like Deion Sanders that way. Deion was, will forever, in my mind, be the greatest shutdown cornerback of all time. Mm-hmm. Because even when they threw to him, he was fast enough that he could catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also good about Deion. I mean, I would say he's rated. Like he's not overrated. He's not underrated. He's just rated. Like he's <laughs> he's just a really good corner. He's, okay. But yeah. his problem is, is that. Unlike Dion, Dion knew exactly where the receiver was at any given time. He had the ability to know where the receiver's at, where the quarterback's looking, and then where else he might be looking. Because anytime you saw him position, he was positioned perfectly to say, I've got him, I've got him, I've got you, I've got you. Like he's got those guys. 
all Jalen Ramsey has to do is just stick one to on one. one dude. Yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> but he can't, and I think he's better with the zone than he is the man because, any, like we say, anytime he gets the stutter step, anytime there's, there's a, a double break move. in the route, yep. a double move, he gets killed on it constantly he because he tries to bite because he's like, the ball's coming. Mm. Nope. No. Oh, now I got to back up. <laughs> now I got to speed up with everybody every time. And, and, I will give kudos where kudos belongs. Jamar Chase did have the catch of the game. That catch oh. was fantastic. I thought that, that was, was the clutch one. I thought I'm like, oh, Bengals got it. Like, I, I honestly thought after oh, that yeah. catch, they yeah, got I, it. Because <laughs> the, the momentum that was going that for the Bengals was yeah. with that drive and then with that phenomenal catch. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was just like, oh, wow, I think the Bengals are going to do this. And real quick, too, can we give a shout-out to the Bengals defense, which everybody said Woo! was garbage? They that, stepped that, up. That yeah. front seven looked amazing. I mean, Hendrickson, I Hubbard. Them, I will give them the first three quarters. That fourth quarter, they were tired. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They, were, they were beat. But no, yeah, they, no, they looked... They, they shocked me. Like, I knew they weren't <laughs> a great defense, but God, they looked like a great defense uh, in those first three yeah. quarters. And I, yes. No, two days ago. And I love that. <laughs> it's hey, it's yeah. supposed we to be have, Monday. Listen, yeah. We have no excuses today. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. You should be refreshed be on from, our game. from spending Valentine's Day with your lady, seeing how you're the only one yeah. with a stable relationship. It's very true. No, we I haven't done a Tuesday show in so long. Regina, you know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> but that being said, gentlemen. What? Yes. It's that time. Is it? Oh, really? It's time for the greatest segment in all of entertainment. It's time for You're Killing Me Smalls. So to all our listeners out there, if you had something that said, You're Killing Me Smalls during this last week, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1, and we'll be right back to let you know what ours were. You're killing me, Smalls. That's right. It's that time. Are you boys ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. You better be ready. I'm ready. You've had two weeks off to be ready. <laughs> I've, I've had, I have five You're Killing Me Smalls people if you want them. <laughs> if you want them, I'll give you two of them. I don't have that many. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's all of them held are, back. Are, it's are, two weeks. Two weeks of building. Are you saying that I need to load up some more You're Killing Me Smalls? I mean, if you want to. I've only got one <laughs> that I'm going to focus on. The more current one, honestly. Well, it's that time for You're Killing Me Smalls, ladies and gentlemen. It's our time to rant, rave, and just talk about what really, really got us going over the last week. If you want to add to it, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Andrew, you're going first because you haven't been here in two weeks. <laughs> okay, fine. I never go first. You never go first. <laughs> never go first. Especially I in the last two weeks. Yeah, especially in the last two <laughs> weeks. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't call, didn't text. <laughs> what are you talking just about? Just let me out. The wind just all alone. Trust me. What I had to say, I couldn't say in just a text. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I mean, mine's not actually from last week. It's actually just happened. Because of this past Sunday. So, obviously, yes, Rams win the Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of talk now about Matthew Stafford getting a Super Bowl victory. Obviously, we're all very happy for him, right? It's very right. awesome. Very good. Absolutely. Uh, but the question now is, well, is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? Yes. <laughs> I disagree. Rant over. <laughs> I wholeheartedly <Next>. disagree. <laughs> I think that people are kind of in a... Uh, fog of Stafford, if you will, of falling in love with a storyline that has been a man that has been put in a terrible situation in Detroit and has unfortunately fallen into this trap of 
you know, well, because he won in L.A. and he did this miraculous thing, and it's the, the belief that he is somehow now a Hall of Famer. Pro Bowls aside, he has one Pro Bowl, but I, I side those away because everybody's like, Everybody's had a everybody's Pro Bowl. Like, yeah, everybody's Mitch in Trubisky's a Pro Bowl. Everybody's had a Pro Bowl. <laughs> Jameis Winston's got a Pro Bowl. So come on. So I discredit Pro Bowls, but look, in eight, he has eight seasons below 500. He has an 86, 95, and one total record as a quarterback, okay? Uh, he has no real big moments or plays, as far as I'm concerned, in his entire career that have really been things of like legendary status, other than the one where he like hurt his arm and then he like threw the ball playing through the hurt arm. That's about it. That's not enough for me. He had no MVP votes this year. He's never been considered MVP. He's never been considered the greatest quarterback of his generation, nor of his time, nor, I mean, at one point, my God, man, Mark Sanchez was considered better than this guy. So let's keep that in perspective as well. Uh, he didn't win Super Bowl MVP. He didn't even get any votes for Super Bowl MVP. It was either Aaron Donald or Cooper Cup that were going to win it at that point. He didn't really change Detroit either. He They weren't, really didn't get any better. There's some argument that could even be said that maybe Calvin Johnson was a big part of why Matthew Stafford had a lot of success. Although it could be vouched that without Calvin Johnson, he still was successful nevertheless as a quarterback. But he never made Detroit any better. And I feel like he's more of the cog in the machine for LA than he actually was the man that made it all work. He was just a part of the LA machine that they built in the Rams. And I know there's going to be a lot of people yelling at me, Matthew Stafford. It's okay. I love you, man. I think it's a great story. But for 12 years, you didn't make Detroit any better. You didn't help the Lions at all. I know they didn't help you, but let's be realistic. You didn't make them any greater than like a Peyton Manning did. Even Eli Manning, to some degree, made the Giants at least a little bit better. Okay, and I know and I do think Stafford's better than Eli Manning. I don't think he's better, though, than like Ben Roethlisberger. And unfortunately, I even think he, Matthew Stafford's going to be a quarterback that we forget about in the next 15, 20 years down the line. Unfortunately, he just doesn't have a face that I think we're always going to remember, like Marino, Manning, all these guys. So to Matthew Stafford, to or rather to all the people that are trying to make this argument that Matthew Stafford is a clearly, I mean clearly, Hall of Famer. That's for you, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, <laughs> I say to all of you out there. You're killing me, Smalls. You know. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't you know? I know. Don't you know? All right. I know. I know a lot of people are probably mad at me now, but whatever. See, here's the thing. I disagree with you, but that's what's the beautiful thing about of course. all this. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I definitely think he should at least be in the talks of. It. I don't think he's I don't first mind ballot. Him being in the no, talks. No, I don't I think he's. Don't. A, I don't think he's first ballot, but I think he'll get in eventually. I mean, yeah. I'd put. I'd still have Joe Namath and Tyler. Terry Bradshaw ahead of him. Yes. Oh, it was it my turn? Yeah. All right. Well, mine is going out to. I don't know who the hell this is, but it doesn't really matter because it's just stupid. <laughs> That's always good. I don't know who my "You're Killing Me" Smalls is going out to. Some random. <laughs> I don't know what your name is, but you know wh but whoever you are, me. you're killing me. <laughs> some, I, I, I think it was some Philly fan or whatever. But uh, it was actually Kendrick. Watch Perkins, what you if say. You mind. They can hear you. I know. Kendrick Perkins started this thing. Just, oh, just was to clarify, it? it was Kendrick, it was Kendrick Perkins, Perkins that said it on the air. And now everybody's taking this thing uh -oh. off. Oh, so my God. This, I, put it on Kendrick. I, my <laughs> God, head. God bless you, Kendrick Perkins. <sighs> my head hurt when I saw this. <laughs> Someone was trying to compare the new duo of James Harden and Joel Embiid to Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, 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 what? Why, why, how, in what other, in any world 
can this be even be comparable? Those Embiid and Harden together, their names should not be even in the same sentence with Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Bryant and Shaq have brought in two championships, right? Two or three? Three. Three. Okay, I thought it was three. Yes. <laughs> brought in three championships. Harden isn't even going to be starting on the lineup in like the next couple of days because he's still on an injury. <laughs> I I don't even know what more to say. This is just, I mean, I think it just speaks for itself of how dumb of a statement this is. Harden is a big time crybaby. And Bede's the only thing that's going to like get uh, Philly's got going on right now. Sorry. Um, but how are you going to compare the Mamba mentality to James Harden that came and play a defense for that if it put his life onto it? The no mentality? The no mentality. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> the only good defensive thing Olay. I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm just keeping it short and sweet. To Kendrick Perkins uh, and everyone else that's hopping on this stupid, stupid comparison, I give you guys a big old... You're killing me, Smalls! You know. (laughs) So good. I love it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping that. I don't care. That's that's it. (laughs) That's That's our new thing. All right, boys. What do you got? I have no idea what he is. I've been teasing you you all day. My, you're killing me, Smalls. Oh, I mean, I do know what it is. Is going out to Odell Beckham I Jr. Knew it. Oh, God. <laughs> you stupid son of a! Couldn't just stay together for one more game, could you? Nee? No, 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 no. Had to mess with m- me and Tyler's money, didn't you? Nee? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> text me, Tyler. Text me and goes, bro. Seriously. Gets the first touchdown. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. 270 dogs, 27 to 1, baby. And I was like, I'll give you 30. He placed the bet for me. I'll give you 30 of that 270, man. Not a problem. You placed the bet for me. I appreciate it. Then he hits that that pass and it gets yardage. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Yes. Cross the middle. Oh, God, no. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And not the same knee. No, no. no. That'd be too easy. It's the other knee. Yeah. So, <laughs> to Odell Beckham Jr.'s knee for giving out at the most inopportune time of all time, I give you a big old... You're killing me, Smalls. You know. Oh, I know. You need. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know me. You know, you know, you know me. me. You know it killed It killed me. Like, all they wanted to talk about last night on BetQL was Odell Beckham Jr. getting it. I was like, yeah, let's just rub salt in the wound. <laughs> Can we call him Knees I Beckham just, Jr. now? I. <laughs> what'd you say? Knees Beckham Jr.? <laughs> The Knees? Yeah, the Knees. No, just me and David were just going back and forth. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, he's hurt. And I'm like, is he coming back? And you're like, he's questionable. And then I get a text. I, I, I get a notification. And he's like, he's done for the game. I'm like, damn it. See, I, I feel bad now because when that happened, I was like, he's done for the game. <laughs> yes. Oh, Focus and, everything on Cooper. And I had another bet on him. Uh, it was in a... Uh, Parlay. Parlay. Oh, okay. Oh. He, I needed like 12 more yards with him. 
That's keep, interesting because if I, he would have gone for the first down, <laughs> he probably gets like 12, 13 yards. Oh, wait, no, I still wouldn't have gotten it because I needed Jamar Chase to get in the end zone, and that didn't happen. Oh, anymore, yeah. So. I just ate. Oh, it was. <laughs> you know. And I said to David. I, I said I said the 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 Antonio Brown thing last year is just kind of a rib to everybody because mm-hmm. I just wanted to go out. But when he scored that first touchdown last year, I did text Tyler and Brandon and went, there's one boys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get the chance to text this time. Tyler hits me up before because YouTube TV is like 15 seconds behind. Yeah. You texted me before. It happened. I'm like, dude, I swear to God, if you get this, <laughs> we're, already, buying lunch. we're already making plans for the money. Nice little over, nice over the dinner. seam route, and all of a sudden, oh, wow, no, no, come on, man. Oh, man. All I knew, as soon as it was non-contact, <laughs> I was like, he ain't coming back. Can I just say, too, I, I mean, I was also going to do this possibly, too, the turf thing, the whole discussion yeah, on turf. Yeah, they need to, listen, they need to get rid of it. I, and that's the thing, though. I'd rather them I'd, keep the turf because rather, grass isn't going to be any better. No, I'd rather they go to the synthet- synthetic turf. That that was not synthetic turf. That's old school yeah, that's turf. True. Yeah, that's yes. the old school like Philadelphia gonna, Eagles. Yeah. Michael Irvin going up and blowing out both knees and hammies, and I was going to say his legs completely fall off. If we're going back to grass, you want to go like look at the Washington Commanders field. The number of injuries no, no. that have happened on there. Let, let, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's not. Jesus. No, that's not even that bad of a field. We've got one in our backyard that's probably the worst field in the NFL. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Soldier Field is awful. Oh, it's, oh, it's garbage. Awful. I felt bad for the Raiders that was playing on a baseball field. <laughs> that had been when they were in the old yes. Coliseum, the old Coliseum in Oakland. Yeah, that. Why did he tripped over third? <laughs> <laughs> now you know why they moved to Vegas. It took him about damn time. They were playing on what that happened? thing for a Pitcher's mound was still up there. He wasn't even going for the count. He was just running a route real quick. Unnecessary roughness on second base. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for blow or blow the whistle. <laughs> that's going to do it for your killing me smalls this week. Once again, if you had something that had you saying you're killing me smalls, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blow T whistle one or email us at blow T whistle radio dot at gmail.com. There you again. go. Momentary. It's Tuesday. Can't it's, make it. Excuses. I know. I know. No I can't excuses. make excuses. But coming up, we're going to talk. Is the future bright for some of these NFL teams? Next on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. Sean McVay gets the Gatorade bath after five seasons. Cooper Cup, phenomenal. Stafford gets the job done. Whitworth at age 40. Aaron Donald, we go back to the fact that Michelle was saying before the game, he's thinking about retiring. This could be the end. We don't know. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to Mahomes, does he? From the 19 in 17 seconds. Down the middle to the end zone, and there it is! Touchdown number four of the night for Davis. And they have done it. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. As they win it here in Super Bowl 54. Final snap of Super Bowl 45. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl.
Welcome back to Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. I'm David Dykstra. I'm here with my boys Tyler Buterball and Andrew Pepe. Pepe. Never going away. <laughs> Never. We were, Never. I was going to say, we, won't be able, we, was, we wasn't able to say that for the past two weeks, but we, know, still, we, we still said it. We I know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Highlights courtesy of CBS, NBC, and Fox. All right, boys. Game <laughs> games over Sunday, Monday early Monday morning. Lines are already up <laughs> for next year. All right, throw in your money. Let's do it, folks. <laughs> and I've got I've got a I, I'm I'm not gonna play them to win the Super Bowl, but I've got one that I'm gonna place for them to make the playoffs. That everybody's gonna be like, what? So okay, let let real quick, real easy question out to our listeners, and we'll get to answering the question in a little bit, but to our listeners from the under the hood podcast and everybody listening on Instagram and listening to us on sportstownchicago.com, Who do you think is in the super bowl next year? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blow T whistle one. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E one. I'm going to go first. <laughs> I thought about it for a second. I love the shifty-eyed guy. Who am I going to pick? I'm uh, picking me. I, uh, okay, so my pick for the Super Bowl next year is Packers-Bills. Okay. and it, But there's an asterisk. <laughs> All right. And it'll be something that we talk about at the top of the hour. It only happens if Aaron Rodgers is with the Packers. Okay. That's the only thing for me. That's that I would... I'm I'm going I'm going front runners all the way there and I know I am mm-hmm. but it, I just I've I've got a feeling this this was the aha moment for Josh Allen and he's gonna come in and just it, it's gonna be one of those those years where he does almost nothing wrong yeah yeah next year so okay. that that's my pick real quick see I I was all, I'm gonna put the Bills in there as well for the AFC. My only thing is how well this offense is going to still be without Dable as the OC. I think it'll be just fine. See, there, there's Josh a, Allen's just a, an there's insane a, a, yeah, there's being a, a quarterback. There's a difference yeah. between losing a, a, a brilliant offensive mind when you don't have that talent around. Yeah. But right. when you have that supreme talent. It it just adds on to well, it. You Josh can, Allen's already it, it like a be, top five quarterback. And so. I wouldn't oh. be I wouldn't be surprised next year if he's doing a little more Peyton Manning stuff. Yeah, and, I know the system well enough. I can call my own place. And their OC is Ken Dorsey. He's been the quarterback coach. He's been working yeah. with the dudes. So, are you uh, serious, Ken Dorsey? Yes, Ken Dorsey, folks <laughs> from the 2001 Miami Hurricanes, <laughs> is the quarterback coach. You feel old yet? You feel old yet? <laughs> God. I had to look it up. It is him. I no, trust no, no. Me. Here's what's old. I've watched Eric B. Enemy play in college. Oh, <laughs> I watched that Colorado national title team play with Cordell Stewart and Eric B. Enemy. Hey, I get it, man. <laughs> and then. Who you got I, in the NFC? That's the tough one. I mean, Why? There, there are maybe if, two teams. Well, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Maybe. If. Might be if, three. Rogers stays in Green Bay, which I'm, I I'm not. It's leaning a coin flip right now. It is. Yeah. Um, if Rogers stays in uh, Green Bay, I would say Green Bay. If not, I think. But I don't think. I think the Rams are going to go back to it again. I don't think. I don't. Here, here's here's my preface. I don't think 
Green Bay has home field advantage. Well, they never do. <laughs> <laughs> they did this year and look. Oh, I'm, oh, yeah, I mean, like talking about like number one seed. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I don't think they have home field advantage through the playoffs. No, no. and I think that's why Rodgers will win it. For some reason, he cannot. He, plays horrible he, at home. he cannot win in Lambeau in the yeah. playoffs. So yeah. that's that's what I was I was thinking. I'm like, it's not really an advantage when they lose. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, um, I'm gonna say the Bills as well. I just I, I really like Josh Allen. I mean, if if I get if I could join another nation, I'm on the Houda Nation. But oh, Bills Mafia, Bills, I'm, I'm the Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia is awesome. <laughs> Josh Allen. I mean, listen, Josh Allen's legit, and their wings are awesome. Yeah, so I mean, it's true. We'd be, happy. We'd be happy fat kids. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, for the NFC, it's tough because, listen, I think the Rams certainly could be the favorite. Now, I guess I'll say the Rams because I, I also want to say the Niners in this. Because I know the Niners it are favorites on this. This and that's the thing. It all comes down to, <laughs> and this is what we're going to get into <laughs> next segment, <laughs> right? Exactly. But it it all comes down to obviously the word is out now that they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. It sounds like before March they want to try and get a trade done before March. So that means Trey Lance is the guy. How does he work with that offense? Mike McDaniel's now out. He's in Miami. So now you've got a whole new offensive coordinator that's going to have to step into that situation. I don't know how that offense is going to work. Maybe they're going to step away from the run game and go more to the pass now that they got a dude that can launch it, it 60 yards it. instead of like dipping dotted around. But at the same time, he's found something in Debo Samuels that I don't think he even realized he had until this as year. As long as he stays as wide receiver, because I'm sorry, you can't keep doing this wide receiver running back stuff with him. You're going to kill him. You're going to destroy I mean, you, the man's If you have him do like sweeps. But, right, but if you do, do like sweep sweeps runs but and stuff. But, but here's, then, here's the thing. Do they care? I no. would hope can, so. No. I would hope, I would. no. As long as they get a Super Bowl, they care not how much that dude touches I mean, the ball. Yeah. That's fine. It's just I, I don't want to see a dude get destroyed because none of us whether, do. He's whether, a talent. That's the thing, though, is that it, does he get hurt during the season where they could have gone to the Super Bowl? Like, that's the thing you have to think about with him. Like, he's a great weapon. Use your weapon, but don't use him to the point where it's like, okay, he's exhausted. He's going to break at some point. That's my because he's a big dude. He's a strong guy. My fear is that, you know, everybody's going to be keying on him now. We know how good he is. So now you're going to have a tracker on him. I pulled up this article from NorthJersey.com. And oh, this ought to be this, good. This yeah. is interesting. So they're they top, dug him in a hole. They, their top four <laughs> picks of, for next year's Super Bowl, they have Rams at one plus 1,000. The Jets. The Jets are going all the way. Bills God. at two plus 650. Chargers at three plus 2,000. This one I can't. I can't. Wrap my head around Pittsburgh Steelers plus five thousand. That that's them prefacing it on the fact that they're either going to go out and get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Yeah, and even, I don't think they're getting either it, or or Garoppolo. One of those three. I've got a new place for Garoppolo, <laughs> and y'all are gonna. I think this would be a perfect fit for Garoppolo, but we'll talk about that in the next segment. Yeah. That the Pittsburgh one's interesting to me. Their defense needs to be shored up. Their offensive line needs to be sh- completely retooled. Yeah. yeah. So that they got the offensive weapons, and I think given uh, Najee Harris another year, uh, Juju's gone. Well, yeah, <laughs> Juju. Yeah. But I, as far as I'm concerned, Juju can go away. It's <laughs> like Juju's go make going. more Pizza Hut commercials, bro. <laughs> Juju's going, and Deuces. we don't know what they're going to do with Chase Claypool because it sounds like Mike Tomlin might be fed up with this stuff. 
I know the dude's good. He's still a big wide receiver, See, but, and you don't want to lose him, but how much do you want to put up with your nonsense when you're like, I just did this freaking six years ago <laughs> with Looney McGee, who was jumping all over the field there in Tampa. Do I want him? This guy's 6'4", 230. He could fight me. If he's crazy like AB, you know, you know who I'm talking about, right? Hey, <laughs> so Looney Tunes up in the mines there, yeah, Gabagool. Got... <laughs> Let's get him a little Gabagool. Um, but if you guys just want to hear something just for fun, here's here's hold oh, on one yeah, second. Go ahead. Yeah. Here's the one thing that I know about the Pittsburgh organization. Mm. Let, the, if they let Claypool go, they've got somebody already in exactly. Mind. <laughs> they, they have their next they're, dude. They're not they, they're not concerned at all. And they honestly, if Chris Godwin doesn't get Tagged again this year, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Pittsburgh I mean they draft after. wide receivers so, so well yeah. in Pittsburgh. Now that's not too much. They have a great Which tight I've end. I've always wondered why why Tomlin never brought Heinz Ward in as his his wide receivers coach. He's been everywhere else in the NFL. I don't know. That's, I would a, love that's him. a thing to think about with the Bucks is who's going to be there started because I know they got Tom Brady. <laughs> hey, back. I'm telling you, back. I'm telling you, it's going to hit preseason and he's going to get that itch and be like, you know what? Maybe I'm not done yet. Kyle that Trask was, is terrible. Please come back, please. I don't we, think he is, though. I don't I think, think he's going to be bad. I think, I think he needs another year. I think he's going to be kind of what you see from Mac Jones. It's not yeah, great, it but it's not system. bad. It's it's but just enough to do, get the ball out. Don't, do they need anything more than adequate? I mean, we saw them without the quarterback, right? They were not terrible, but they weren't there. Then they get Tom Brady. They're there. They win it. Right. And now that he's gone, it's like, okay, now they're going back to old Tampa where they're well, like, you know, they're Blaine, just a quarterback away, but is that's you know the thing Blaine you got to Right, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, look at Jameis Winston back, what you What were know? you going to say? Oh, if you guys just want, just for fun, uh, Bears <laughs> plus 8,000 for the odds of Super Put Bowl. Put your bets down, folks. That's like no. that is the I think okay sixth so worst so quickly <laughs> I'm not picking them to get to the Super Bowl but my surprise team that's going to turn around turn it around next year mm -hmm. and make the playoffs New York Giants I can't uh, do that I can't I, do I, it I, I just <laughs> I like Dable I do it's just I don't trust Danny Dimes anymore. I just, I can't. Maybe I, you don't have to trust Danny Dimes. Maybe all you gotta do is trust Saquon. If he sticks around. He's still there. I, I don't think now, they, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they trade him. I really don't. I know there's a I talk that the I Giants mean, might get Deshaun Watson, so. Bring him. Why? It, the man is, just, he's gonna do it's it's just, it. It's just in the room. You know who through Deshaun, the grapevine, that's what I've heard. Listen, you know who Deshaun Watson's gonna play for next year? Texas Correctionals <laughs> And that being Bravo. said, that's going to end our number one, ladies and gentlemen. But guess what? It's time for the deuce. What the deuce? What the deuce? What the deuce? Our number two, we're going to talk a little more NFL offseason. Bulls NBA trade deadline, which I know both <laughs> both my boys uh, here I are so ready. <laughs> and a little bit of Olympics, and then we got a little more, uh, you know, stuff to honor our boy Mario. Coming up next on Blow the Whistle. I'm not even waiting. What? Let's get into this talk, boys. Let's there do is, it. There is Jeez. so much that's going to go on in this. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever been so excited for an... I said this last year, too, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Pretty I, sure. I, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to say it again. I've never been so excited for... I think last year was the draft, though. 
Yeah, it might have been the draft. It was the draft yeah. last year. This offseason could be one of the... Let the chaos begin! Uh, kind of things. And once that first shoe drops, it's going to go crazy. This, oh, yeah. With what's all available and po- different possibilities, this, this could be insane. But before we do that, let me do this real quick. Okay. I want to welcome back in everybody to Blow the Whistle, SportstownChicago.com with my boys Tyler and Andrew. I'm David. We also want to welcome in everybody who's listening on the Under the Hood podcast, new listeners and reoccurring listeners. Thank you for being a part of the Blow the Whistle family and supporting us and letting us know what we what you love about us at all times. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S L. See, I thought about it. B O L W T. I see. Now I can't even do it. And blow the whistle. Blow T whistle one. B L O W T W H I S T L E one. See, I can't think about it. She sells seashells by the seashore. The moment, the, mo- the moment you think about it is when you mess it up. It's if I overthink about it, yeah, I always screw, screw it up. up. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a tongue twister. As I don't a have great man, as a great man who's a great friend of uh, Mario would say, facts. Thanks. <laughs> Love you, space. Um, question out to our listeners then. What would be the most surprising trade or move that you anticipate happening in this NFL offseason? Off Once again, hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. And let us know your thoughts. Andrew, I'm going to come to you first. What would be the most surprising move? Probably the Bears making a good move. I don't know. <laughs> That's always what, surprising. What do they need? Okay, let's let's yeah. talk Bears we'll, then. We'll start let's, with let's, that. Let's talk. What so, do you think the Bears need to do? You're losing Allen Robinson, so you need a number one wide receiver, right. and there's a ton of these guys okay, out there. Okay, first off, is that a huge loss after this last season? Honestly, I mean, when you consider his caliber of a player next to what this offense was, because Let's be honest. Were they using him properly? And also, did he develop a right relationship with a young quarterback in Justin Fields? But that's we on discussed him. That. Right, yeah. That's on him. But I would still say he's a top caliber wide receiver that you can use in your offense. I oh, don't necessarily absolutely. know if he's a number one on a championship team, but let's say that... Oh, he going, he going back home. Yeah, probably. He going back to Jacksonville. But I would say that I think really their number one priority has to be the interior of the offensive line. Getting yourself do you really think? Do you really think that they need an upgrade in the interior? Yes. I thought that that's where they were most solid. James Daniels is their only really inside offensive like lineman. Mustafer. that's... Mustafer's fine, but he's a backup mostly. That's really where he should kind of be at. He's, he's a tough guy. He played amazingly well in the second half of the year. <laughs> I see. <laughs> We're going to argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, that, and that's fine. And I'm not saying, but I'm not even saying the center's really the thing. I don't. It's the right guard spot that I think Alex Barr should be the dude if you're going with a discount price on offensive lineman. I thought he did a great job there, but for some reason, they don't seem to be sold on him yet. So if that's not the case, then you need to go and spend and try and go get like Brandon Sheriff for uh, like an all pro offensive lineman. Do you think they spend or do you think they go out and get somebody in the draft again? I think they spend. I okay. think you should spend because they've got some cap space. You should space and they you will use. are two right. different things. They I should think, spend. I think they, I mean, with polls being in the GM spot right now. And, and being a former, former offensive lineman. Former offensive lineman. That's like, he really even said that this was his main priority is getting that offensive lineman I don't lineman think that fixed. offensive line is far 
far I off. I don't think they're I, terrible, I, but I don't think that they're at the capable level the one thing, of protecting yeah. Justin Fields. The one thing that I'm going to be interested in, we've talked about it a lot, mm-hmm. is are they going to flip-flop Tevin and Borum? They might. I, they Borum, might. I would have been surprised. Played, played right tackle all right. through college. Tevin played left. or No. Tevin Borum played right. Borum played, played left. left. Yeah. yeah. All through college. So, in my mind, I'm going, and and Borum showed that he's got the attitude of someone that is going to be successful in the NFL. He dropped how many pounds before he even showed up? 40? Like 40, something like, like 40 that. 40 pounds. Because yeah, he was like 370 worked, or something. And worked on his feet before he even got to camp. And yeah. when he got to camp, they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now we can do something. I, and he he just did, he did very well so, for being his first year last year. Okay, yeah. let me ask you both. Out of all the wide receivers that are out there, who do you want? I, I mean, mean, Devontae, yeah. obviously. <laughs> he's like the top of the list. But in more realistic sense. 30 mil a year? In the more real. No, not for that. That's no, what he's more, asking for. Yeah, in the more realistic situation, I would be okay with getting Godwin or Calvin Ridley. Probably Godwin's the more realistic one because Godwin had the injury. So he's the more affordable wide receiver for the Bears, at least in this point. Because as much as I think Calvin Ridley would maybe want to come to Chicago, I think he's looking at a more championship-ready situation because he's kind of in his prime. Okay, that being said, you really think he wants to come to Chicago after what Chicago did to his brother and did him dirty? I mean, it's not. I I would not put that on this new coaching staff, though. That's the thing. This is a whole new GM and coach that are using the receivers. Organization. Right. I understand. I understand that. And listen, it's not going to go past anybody. Like you did my brother wrong. Why would I ever want to go to you? Right. But he's obviously not made that any. And he's. I don't think he's going to make that public stuff. But I don't think he's going to. He's not a player that seems to be a per in a person that seems to let personal things like that kind of get in the way of his decision. If he thinks this is the smart move, he'll make the move. But I don't think he's coming to Chicago because I think he sees other opportunities like a Los Angeles Chargers. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe even if Denver gets the right guy, maybe he goes to Denver. Okay. I like, I like I, the, I'm uh, glad that you brought that up. I like the Chris Godwin one. I also like uh, the Calvin Ridley one. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, Devontae Adams is a little far-fetched. Another name that I would I would like to see the Bears go after for top number one receiver is Mike Williams from the Chargers. It's not a bad one. I think he – I I mean, I nah. – I don't know if he's necessarily would, a true number one. I don't but think he's no. a true number one. As a compliment to a young quarterback, it would definitely, I, think it I think you have a true number one. For the price, one. I think it would just it would strengthen that receiver court. Right. For sure. Yes. I'd be interested to see how Mooney grows. If Mooney can grow into a number one, I'd be cool with that. And then you go out and draft. Yeah. Because that yeah. The he's, wide, got, he's got room the to grow. The wide receiver talent that's in this draft is deep. Yeah. But that being said, real quick, you've got three major quarterbacks that are rumored to be on the move. Mm-hmm. They may or they may not. Mm-hmm. Where are they going? Who do they end up being with? I go, you, Tyler, you go first. You all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the biggest one right now, Aaron Rodgers, I still think he's going to Pittsburgh. I, I mean, okay. I don't think he's coming to Green Bay. I wouldn't, ma- I wouldn't not, be mad at that. No, I mean, that would be, I'd be okay with it. I, maybe I would like uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'd be yeah. interested to see what the Packers would want back for that, though. It would take a lot. Uh, I'm probably curious want of what TJ Watt? No, thank but you. But I could also see him going to Denver. But, I mean, 
I don't know. I think he's got a better chance of winning over in Pittsburgh. I'll guarantee you the Packers are going to want at least two of that, those wide receivers that the Broncos have in Probably. return. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that they would need to. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson. Texas Correctionals Institute. I'm telling you <laughs> right now. I was gonna say uh, that's not even. He's not even on my list because until all that oh, I stuff. Were, no, I mean I can't see him going nowhere. Rogers, Wilson, Wilson, mm. Jimmy G. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, those are the three that played last year. Watson yeah. isn't even in my mind until everything gets cleared up. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole mess. Because he's gonna be he's gonna be real life longest yard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was who I was trying to think of. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, Jimmy G. Ooh. Um. I could see, I could see him going to Denver. I could see him playing over in, in Denver, and then uh, Wilson. Man, that's a tough one. I can't. I want to say the Giants, but I don't know how he would do over there. I don't know if I would like That'd that. That'd be over an there. interesting one. That that's a little off the radar. Yeah, Andrew. Uh, Rogers stays in Green Bay because Green Bay, no matter how much they get punished by him, and no matter how much he slaps them around, they still say, they "But love I love him. you, baby." <laughs> uh, so he's going back to Green Bay, most likely. I honestly don't think Russell Wilson's going to make a move. I mean, I think he'll look at the offers. I think he'll be tempted, but I don't think he's leaving Seattle yet. I don't think he's leaving yet. I was borderline with that as yeah. well. Jimmy Garoppolo, it's either Pittsburgh or Cleveland, and I would probably lean towards more more towards Cleveland because they're a more complete roster. Because, I mean, I've been honest with everybody about this. I don't think Baker's got anything in the tank anymore. I think he's done as a quarterback. It's ridiculous how bad he's gotten in such a short period of time. I think the perfect guy for that is Jimmy Garoppolo. I think all you have to do is feed the ball. It's the same situation in San Francisco and Jimmy G. Are you all ready? All you do is throw the ball 25 times. Uh -oh. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Aaron Rodgers stays in, in Green Bay. I mm -hmm. agree. I agree. Unless something crazy, and here's going to be the telltale sign, and and I'm going to say this right now, if the Packers do not franchise tag Devonte Adams, Aaron Rodgers is gone. Mm -hmm. If they franchise tag him, he's coming back. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson, Pittsburgh. I've heard that one too. Jimmy G, Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, it just broke. Carson Wentz is going bye bye. Well, yeah, I yeah. saw that Carson Wentz. They're is not, gonna, yeah, they're not going to take on his contract. I just, I don't know if Jimmy G's. My only thing with Aaron Rodgers, you guys saying that he's staying in Green Bay, is the talk is that they're going to offer Rodgers the biggest contract that any quarterback is going to be getting. Yeah, but I don't even think that's what he wants. I think it's he wants Devontae and another wide receiver. Exactly. That's so it. I don't get why. That's why I said if, Devo if they franchise Devontae. Yeah. He's coming back. But, like, giving Rodgers all this money, he doesn't want that. He wants them to use that money to give the man weapons. No, he wants to go back to 2005 so he can be drafted by the 49ers. That's what he wants. <laughs> well, Guess that's what? You can't go back in a time machine, Rodgers. You're in Green Bay. Suck it up. Well, we're all NFL'd out. Oh. No mm. more for the rest of the day. But I got a question for you guys. What's that? Mm. Do you know what the number six 35 and 50 all have in common. I'll tell you when we come back on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm going to bring it down just for a second and tell everybody welcome back to Blow the Whistle here on SportsTownChicago.com. But guess what? We vibing for a while. 
That's right. Let's blow the whistle. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I, I don't care it. how tired I right. am. I, this song hits and I'm ready to go. Let's it's, go. It's oh, I love it. So welcome so back. Like I said, to blow the whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. It's me, David. My boy Andrew, my other boy Tyler, we about to talk some bowls, baby. And guess what? Let me uh, just give you your answer to my little question to you. What do the number six, thirty-five, and fifty all have in common? It's the lock on my luggage. <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. Right. That's a pretty good guess. But in the last six games, Demar Derozan has hit for thirty-five points at a fifty percent clip. The only and let me emphasize this, only player in NBA history to do so. So my question to you guys and to our listeners on the Under the Hood podcast and here at SportsDownChicago.com is, does DeMar DeRozan now deserve to be in the MVP talk in the NBA? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Tyler. Yes. What are your thoughts? Oh, I, I, this guy is putting up ridiculous numbers, and no one expected him to do something like this. Uh, Bleacher Report, still the uh, f- first worst free agent signing. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to eat. What you think, Rob Parker? You think it's terrible? <laughs> they're, they're this NBA to- Siberia? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I think they might have to eat some stuff on that one. But yeah. the numbers that this guy is putting and what he's doing for the Bulls – I don't think the Bulls would be where they're at. No. The, no. no doubt. Absolutely not. Despite despite Levine having a killer season as well, and the other the new additions that they've p- picked up, Lonzo, despite him being out, Caruso, despite him being out. Oh. See, but here's the thing. Guess who's coming back soon? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody, yes. <laughs> those weeks. I've been counting Herbody. down those weeks. But, no, I mean, with... There's a lot of other players out there that's doing a phenomenal job in the league right now, but I mean, I'm not saying I don't I don't know. The Rosen definitely should be in the talks. Do I think he's going to win it? I don't know. See, <laughs> here we go. Here's the thing with MVP. Here's the thing, Andrews. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> uh, to put it in perspective. So yes, you can <laughs> put it in perspective. Absolutely. You got to do the voice. You got to put it in perspective. So put it in perspective, folks. Um, no, uh, listen. So let me let me turn it back to football real quick, right? Aaron Rodgers wins his fourth MVP back to back. That's wonderful, great, yada yada, all good stuff for him. But let's be very honest: is that the most valuable player, or is it just wow? They won a lot of games, and he had some nice stats. Cooper Cup should have won MVP. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, but Joe Burrow should have won MVP because of what he was able to do, turning it around for the Cincinnati Bengals. You can call me biased on that, but to go from That's a biased. losing season, okay, fine, <laughs> you can go from a losing season to a Super Bowl up. appearance, that. That, there's a lot in that, and I know it wasn't just him, but considering he was obviously the biggest factor, I think, in that drive, I would say he's MVP. I would have put Tom Brady MVP over Aaron Rodgers, who only statistically led in quarterback rating, which is always what he leads in because he's just not that statistically strong anymore. But for DeMar DeRozan, I think he absolutely has to be in this. If we're talking about valuable, right? Valuable doesn't just mean stats. It also means what do you provide to your team? Since DeMar DeRozan's been on this team, the Bulls have 
shot right up to the top. They've been number one in the East for weeks, and now they've dropped down, obviously, after losing some of their players. But they're right there. They're, what, a half game back from being back in first in the Eastern Conference? I believe so. I'm Sorry. <laughs> anytime anybody ever makes that sound, all I think is, Mama had a baby and his head popped out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I apologize. It just it's fine. <laughs> You got it's very me. good. You got me. I got gotcha. you. See, all I was saying was ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never thought of something like that. But I mean, but yeah, half a game behind. To to add you to add to your point, so actually, Demar Derozan is one of two players to have thirty five plus points in fifty percent shooting in six straight games. Do you know who the other player is by any chance? That would be the legendary Hall of Famer, late great Wilt Chamberlain. I see. Yeah, who was a seven footer. At center in a time where there were not many dominant players like him. So the fact that DeMar's doing this right now with the Bulls is insane. He should be warranted as an MVP because of where the Bulls were for the last two years and where they are now. Whereas Brooklyn, Milwaukee, you can make cases for all those guys. Just to put in perspective, when the Bulls won, I believe their 36th game of the season, like a couple, like a week or two ago. Yeah. That's how many games they won all season last year. Exactly. I I've been thoroughly impressed by the guy. Uh, He's... The, the stat the stat that they showed last night after he poured in thirty five and hit for fifty percent again. Mm-hmm. And, and it, the only player in NBA history to ever do was that. this his second, maybe third game he scored forty plus this season. I feel like it's like his it's fifth his or sixth. It's sixth in a row with 35 or yeah, more. Yeah. Which is in terms shooting, of 40 points. shooting 50%, 50% from the field. That is ridiculous. It's it's scary. It's ridiculous. I loved what Michael, I Michael, <laughs> listen. Ladies and gentlemen, you live in Chicago. You are Chicago Bulls fans because of the generation that we grew up with watching. Like Mike, if I could be like... Michael Jordan didn't even do this in a six-game stretch. Well, and that's where I was going to say, like, I think it was Richard Jefferson who said, like, if DeMar DeRozan's back in the 1990s, he's clearly the frontrunner for MVP. Because everything we've seen this guy do is exactly what we saw Jordan do. Work the mid-range, work the jump shot. I mean, this guy takes a three, like, once a game, if not every other game. Like, he's not your traditional current NBA player. He's very old school in that he works that two-pointer. Last night's game... 40 points, not one three. Exactly. Not and, one and, three. Exactly. 40, and a monster dunk, too. Oh, 40 <laughs> points. Good night. 40 points, which means I'm sure there were some free throws in that 40 points. Yeah, he was eight for eight. Okay, so there. Okay, so 30. That's part of the game, though. Yeah, no, no, I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is 32 points on the floor. Yeah. Which means you went uh, 16 for. 24. 16 for 20. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Un- uh, we just got a tweet from uh, B-Mac. Our boy. What's, What's going up? on, B-Mac? Love hearing from you always. He's already z- deserved to be in the discussion with that he's done all year long. This just validates his prior work and counters all the arguments that other candidates like Embiid had a stronger case than him. Here's a on NBA.com, their list of uh, MVP rankings, and I'm a little shocked of where they have DeRosa just with how he's been playing. Yeah. Jochik Chet won. Yep. And beat it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greek Freak. Wow, I didn't actually say Antetokounmpo. At three. Yep. Paul at four. 
Curry at five, and you don't see DeRozan until ninth. See, and I understand where some of that is warranted, but at the same time, for what those guys are doing, we know that they can dominate. We understand what they do for their teams. We've seen the 76ers, and again, Milwaukee Bucks, Brooklyn Nets, Golden State, right? And yeah, the Phoenix Suns, they all have great records and stuff. But we all saw that last year with those teams. Yeah. We all saw that last year with those teams. We haven't seen this with the Bulls in a that's long the, time. That's the thing. The that turnaround they, is great. That's the perspective that they need to look at it yeah. is how much this Bulls team turned and what DeRozan is doing for this Bulls team. Yeah, like exactly like you said, all those teams, they've always they've always been great like the past yeah. few years. It's not just stats. There's a story that goes with it. That's the that's one of the problems that I have. Like I said, again with the MVP thing. Aaron Rodgers is nice, but of course Aaron Rodgers is the favorite to win MVP. He's the favorite quarterback in most people's minds as a great quarterback or the best quarterback. Can I just say I'm glad to see that LeBron's name isn't in the top five? Yes. <laughs> or top ten, at least. <laughs> top ten. Thank right. you. Well, his right. team doesn't even want so it. So that being said, I think we're all in agreement he should at least be in the discussion. Uh, at least top five. Some, at some, least. some very lovely lady just tweeted out as well. Uh, I don't know if Tyler knows her. Her name's <laughs> Emily Green. Rings a bell? Okay. Uh, she said, I'll be honest, Tyler has gotten me pulled into watching basketball this season, but this is... But with how fun it is to watch DeRozan, he hasn't had to do much work. Absolutely MVP caliber. Yeah. yeah no, I, she, I, 100%. Funny thing is, so when we first started dating, I got her into football. She never liked football. Now she loves football. She always hated basketball. It's a, it's a little harder to get her to like basketball, but she's starting to like it. Are you slowly creeping I'm slowly, in I'm like, like, come here. <laughs> you know what it is, right? It's the magic of the tripod. <laughs> that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for all the Bulls talk today. Coming up. Uh, hey, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess there was this big trade with two guys that didn't like the cities that they were playing in. Really? They probably won't like the cities that they're playing in <laughs> now. Do I know them by any I, chance? We'll, we'll talk about it next here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Oh, we're going to let this one ride, too. na 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 I can't even say the lyrics. No, you cannot (laughs) say the lyrics, Andrew. Absolutely not. I was trying to come up with a way of how to say it. No, 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 no. No. (laughs) Don't even try. It's the one and only (laughs) BTW. It's the one and only BTW. (laughs) What's up? God, we're so good. New theme song coming at you. Don't tease me. <laughs> Do not tease me because I will lay it oh, I'll down. I'll tease you all day with that. All right, we're back with my boys. I am kind of going to let them go here in a second because they have a Why? They have a lot. Oh, is this lot. part two of you're killing me, Smalls? <laughs> they have a lot to say, but I'm going to throw this out to our listeners on SportsTownChicago.com and the Under the Hood podcast. I want to know your opinion. Who is the winner and who is the loser of the Brooklyn Nets-Philadelphia 76ers trade? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1, B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1, and I will preface this by saying you can say both are losers. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, 
Tyler, I'm going to start with you because I just know Andrew's over there, and I want him to marinate a Faster. little. I want I want him to marin. I want him to marinate a little bit. Marinate. Longer. I want him to marinate. But all right, three, two, one, and go. Winner. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely even say there is a winner in this. But if I were had to pick one, I would lean it towards uh, Brooklyn. Only because has nothing to do with Ben Simmons. <laughs> the fact that they got Seth Curry out of it. See, I like Seth Curry. And that's why and that's why I say Brooklyn's the winner. I think they got more more pieces. They got a lot more. Granted, uh Philly somehow snubbed two uh what was it two first round picks? Two first round picks from Brooklyn for giving away Ben Simmons. Yeah, sure. I mean, I would have given him up for, like I said, bag of Doritos. But, but but once again, how good are those first round draft picks going to be? Because Brooklyn's always in the playoffs, so you're getting. <laughs> well, right now Brooklyn has Brooklyn's been poo pooing. Look, look at Andrew's face. He has so much to say. He has so much to say. Hurry up, Tyler. Tongue. All right, <laughs> hurry up. do your thing, man. I'm biting my tongue. I'm all good. I'm saying because it's nothing to do with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is trash, but Brooklyn did win this trade a little bit. Because they got rid of the cancer of James Harden. Um, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. I'm kind of more going to just bounce back and forth with what Andrew's going to say. Okay, really quick, breaking news. Everybody already knows it. Vikings are planning to uh, announce that Kevin Kevin O'Connell is the new head coach for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Folks. Andrew, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. The opinions of Andrew Valentin are not those of Blow the Whistle. <laughs> he is a strong activist hater of Ben Simmons. No, 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 no. It's not hate. It's not hate. It's not disdain. Like disdain. Disdain. It's, disdain. It's, 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 well, I don't know okay. how to say it. And go, Andrew. If you think Brooklyn won this trade, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> whoa! Yeah, whoa. Whoa! You're out, right, of, right. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you're out of your mind. Okay? First off... Getting rid of a cancer, it, it's not really getting rid of a cancer. It's like a, it's a tumor. It's a little <laughs> tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Meanwhile, you just put in the entire body dissolving virus that is Ben Simmons into the Brooklyn Nets. Seth Curry's a nice piece coming off the bench. Andre Drummond's an old veteran that's going to play some defense and two draft picks that don't mean a a darn thing at this point. It's nothing at this point for Philly. Philly won this trade. I know James Harden, the whole situation with him right now, he's hurt. How's he going to work? Is he going to quit on Joel Embiid? I know that's the giant question, but what Philly gets in this situation Wait is... Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. You brought up his name. Mm -hmm. Tell the people what we just saw. So, okay. <laughs> so, so I've, I've read this whole thing. I've now got the full details on this. So James Harden apparently won't get his full $47.5 million because he didn't even put in the proper paperwork at the right time for the 76ers. So he will not ge be getting paid that proper amount of money until this summer how, where he can opt in for that contract. How do you screw that up? Talk with your how agent. How long man. have you been in the league? <laughs> You've been in the league for 10 plus years. How do you screw that up? So Killing me, Spalls Part Two. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you, you can use it tonight or uh, this oh, afternoon yeah. oh, when we go to Twitch. This whole thing is just. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, 
Philly got the better of this deal, and it's simply because when James Harden gets in there, and I agree, it's not Kobe and Shaq, but what this does give you is the outside shooter that you desperately needed for this Philly team that Ben Simmons never was able to become. They needed somebody to stretch the court, give him the threes, give him the jumper, because they had some guy playing point guard who was 6'10", 240 pounds, who should be playing power forward, trying to play a position where he couldn't take a jump shot or hit a three, and he had to drive the lane, which frustrated Joel Embiid, no matter how how much Joel Embiid can say, but we were friends. You weren't friends. You guys were never buddies. You guys were never pals. This was all about you just wanted to win. You thought he was good for you. And the moment he was bad for you, you're like, I'm cutting bait. And good on you for cutting bait with that loser. He's an but absolute see, disaster for so Brooklyn. Wait, they had, they had a, a solid shooter with Seth Curry. Like, he's a for forgotten the bench, brother. though, that's the thing. He's okay. not a full-time no, I he was, starter. I thought he was a starter. Now, he was a starter by default. Wait yeah. a minute, guys. I got a question for you. Then. Yeah, yeah. And I'll throw it to you. Mm. Do you think KD has a talk with Ben Simmons and goes, I want you at the four? I mean, he's going to have to. I hope I so. I mean, he KD's the leader of that team, without a doubt. Um, if they want to get Ben Simmons, I want to say back into what he was, because there really on, wasn't On much. the floor and playing significant minutes, that's the only place I see him fitting. That's all he's going to be able to do. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> He would. That's. I, I would hope KD would do that. They're just not going to play him. Out of him. Are, you're going to play him over Kyrie when you're on away games. According to what I've understood, this is coming from our guy Drew Gwillem. He had heard the news that he and KD already talked, not about position or anything, but they talked about what their deal was going to be. Ben Simmons has already said there's no return date yet which is already a concern that you don't even have a date for you to come into the team. And he was at a game, but that's it. He's not with the team. So... From what I understand, it's statistical analytics from what I've heard from watching some of these shows that do this crazy things. He goes to power forward. He's averaging 22.5 points a game, 12.5 rebounds a game, a block a game, and he's probably somewhere around 7.5 assists per game. So he's an all-star. Yes. He's playing at an all-star level if he moves to power forward instead of point guard where he looks like an average Joe that's coming off the bench. Ben Simmons is no better than the role player that gets drafted in the in the last part of the second round. He is the bottom of my foot bad, folks. He is absolutely the ant that should be squashed under the boot of top all-stars in the NBA. Ben Simmons is a sorry sucker of a number one overall pick. Andrew. Yes. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I feel no, like I feel no, like that, he's going to sink the team. Honestly, that, that being said, there's no way when you're in an, at an away game, Kyrie's going. You know what? Ben Simmons would be a way better fit at point guard than I would. <laughs> and that's the Let thing. Let me go burn some more sage. If Katie's hurt and Kyrie can't play because they're at home, who's it all fall on? It's Ben Simmons. Can you I honestly think, trust that guy wait, with the ball? So in you're his saying hands? about who's going to be point guard for the Nets at home? I, it's not even about being at home. It's about he's the third Patty. guy now on the team. <laughs> he's the third I love, top player on I the was team. Sorry. I, I was going to say Patty Mills. Mills might be the third best player on the team before Ben Simmons because at least he can shoot the ball. I love Patty Mills. That's the thing is that you're going to rely on Ben Simmons to be your number three star. Really? He's going to be the clutch dude I, to take over lie. games. I fell in love with that kangaroo loving mother trucker. <laughs> during, I trust Patty Mills Olympics, more than anything man, in the world. I love him. I trust him over anything. Ben Simmons, go play power forward. You want to save your that's career, where he needs play to be. power forward. I, if I was Jason Kidd and, and KD, that's the conversation I'm Nash. having. Or, yeah, Steve Nash. Oh, sorry. 
Steve Nash and Brooklyn's going to be a mess. I don't be surprised if they don't even make the playoffs. Okay, here's the, here's my last question. How many years before both of them are unhappy of the city that they're in? What do you mean years? Do you think it takes days? I weeks? think it's at the end of the season. Ben Simmons probably gets pissed. I guarantee it. I think I think it takes Harden just one James day. James Harden, I think it's happy. No. I think Ben Simmons. No, I, I, don't I think, think I think so. Harden. Trust me, I know the Philadelphia fan base. It's going to take one bad game and him getting booed in that arena for him to go. Nope, not where I want to be. He's too much of a prima donna and. Being in Philly, it's he's it's gonna it hurt his feelings. It didn't matter. It didn't matter how bad he played. Houston loved him. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was the worst mistake of his life. Going. I need out. But of I'll here. say this: at least for James Harden, he's a player. For Ben Simmons, he's a celebrity lead, a celebrity before the athlete. He loves the stardom. He loves the money. He loves the attention he gets. But he don't love the ball. I don't think either James of them. Harden likes the ball. He don't. Ben Simmons don't like the ball. I don't think it's gonna take long for either of them to go move off to a different team. Uh, I I might give it like a year. Ben Simmons should go two. join one of those like YMCA teams because clearly that's where he's at his best. Apparently, you want to be the MVP? You know, go you know join what? him. He, he can that, shoot better when he's at LA Fitness. Yeah. I, let's go. Let's go to LA Fitness. We'll we'll put we'll put Tyler on him one on one. I'll do. I'll I wonder cross if you him could, up. And I'm not trying to be an a hole here, but I really wonder. No, if you're you, going. I wonder if you could really dribble between his legs. <laughs> Just How, he, what, he's like six nine. 610 610 uh, might be but he's a good defender that would be amazing so. i'd laugh. dude i would have the video camera going the whole time and i would lose my stuff you know what's funny though whenever i play basketball against people that are taller than me a move that i i do a lot and it always gets them is uh i'm able to dribble it between their legs not me going underneath yeah but between their legs yeah. put it between their legs and, and then, then throw like, it just, their, just their face they're like what <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was a great rant and I'm calling it a rant because both of you had great stuff to say about that trade. But coming up, an absolute goat retired this past week. We're going to talk about that next on Blow the Whistle. And if you haven't realized this yet, this is our official Winter Olympics music because... You can't play that music because you get in trouble. <laughs> lots Go to of, jail. Lots of trouble. And lots of fines. So we're going to touch on the Winter Olympics uh, here for a little bit. And then uh, we've got something to end the show that's very near and dear to all of us. Uh, another little tribute to our boy Mario from the GoTo Guys. And uh, then we will uh, talk to you afterwards. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. We might do it before and just let that ride the show out. But that being said, Winter Olympics are happening, ladies and gentlemen. I know. What'd you say it was, Andrew? They're down how many view? How much viewership? Uh, so I've got the number right here. So from last year, uh, they were actually at a 5.0 rating on the demographic of See, 18 to 49 year olds. There, there's a difference. Man. No, this is for the Beijing Winter Olympics. Okay. From, oh, from the 28 from 2018. Oh, okay. 2018. 2018. So from the 2018 Olympics, uh, the average is 9.4 million TV viewers total each evening. That's down from 21 total viewers from 2018. Okay. So the key demographic 18 to 49 is down 66%. Wow. From a 5.0 rating four years ago to a 1.7. To me, it's, it's about not having that superstar. 
that that those those winter athletes that transcend. Yeah. We just had one retire. Right. Yeah. Uh it was a real bummer to me, actually, to see him fall in his last run. Yeah. I was I wanted and I was rooting for him to at least get bronze. Mm-hmm. Uh and then just to see him completely break down afterwards was that was, was it was tough hard. to watch. That's the, yeah. we just lost a legend right there. We yeah. we've grown up watching uh-huh. Sean White do his thing for the last twenty years. Oh yeah, and he's an absolute killer on the half pipe. Absolutely, it's he's, a lot of the tricks these kids are doing are because Sean White started it. Yeah, yeah. most of them were just like, yeah, I grew up watching the dude, and it's I'm like, and I'm pretty sure he, with him. I'm pretty yeah. sure he created some tricks. Oh. Yeah. Kind of like Tony he, Hawk. No, his thing was he would always show up at the Winter Olympics with something new. With something new. Yeah, yeah. And everybody'd be like, "What's he pulling out?" And he'd hit it. Yeah. He and you'd just be like, "That was incredible." And the most iconic uh, interview he had on the news when he was 19 years old. Everyone's <laughs> passing me drinks. Wait, drinks? You're only 19. <laughs> Talk about Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love seeing that I, every single time. I'll be honest with you. It, it, Tony Hawk, Sean White, same breath. Absolutely. One one skateboarding, one snowboarding. It's crazy to see. Tony Hawk is about 50 now, I think, and he's still hitting the 900. He hit the 900 just the other day, and I was just like, that's that's just insanity. He He also doesn't get recognized by people, which I think is just like the most awesome thing. Like, aren't you that guy? You look like that guy, Tony Hawk. That's me. (laughs) You look like that that guy. No, I know. No, that's actually me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, a new event was introduced to the the Olympics over the past week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Monobob. Yeah. The bobsledding of one person. I was watching it. And I'm still. I love the story of the lady that got gold. Personally. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was great. That was, I didn't hear that about was that awesome. One. Uh, she's a U.S. citizen, but she is originally from Canada, born in Alberta. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh Got into a disagreement with the Canadian team and said, "You know what? I don't need this. I will represent the United States." Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Very, very proud and honored. She knows what it means to to represent the United States of America and is very happy that she was chosen to represent. Yeah. That's, that's cool. At least she was still able to represent a country, not the original one that she's from, but I mean, well, she spent most of her life. You there. have the, the, right. the snowboarder, uh, that is, has dual citizenship in the United States and China. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who is representing China. She's won a gold and a silver now. Yes. In in uh snowboarding, God, I'm blanking uh, on her name. I I, so I apologize. It, Snowboarding, big air, and yes. uh, slope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the cross, yes. but the slope. Yeah, and and that's where kinda... they where they do tricks off of the 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 mock uh, <laughs> Chinese uh, architecture building. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> they, like, they like they jump under the roof of the building. And right. Yeah. Really uh-huh. cool. Um, but the one that I wanted to bring up that I thought was most important and relevant. Was Aaron Jackson winning gold in speed skating, becoming the first black woman to win a medal in speed skating? Yeah, that's that that's amazing right there. And and she almost, was great. Yeah, and almost broke the world record. Yeah, she came like what, like a couple eight hundredths of a second, something. Or something. Yeah, wow. like not yeah. that far off. Yeah, 
That's unbelievable. It is incredible. But once again, opening up doors for kids who may not have the opportunity to, you know, have the advantages of other kids. But now there's another door open and another thing that, that, you know, kids can do from an underprivileged area. It's Absolutely. just, it's just great to see like how much like, um, community has grown. Like you got, uh, different athletes from different backgrounds and just breaking these records, being the first ones to ever do this. It's just kind of really showing how like diverse this group of fantastic athletes are coming. I mean, that's the great thing about the Olympics is this gives you a breath of fresh air to see people from all walks of life, to be able to have this blend of, you know, cultures come together and show their greatness and everything. Obviously the Olympics always comes with some sort of controversy attached to it. I mean, that's been like the biggest thing now that's been talked about is the whole ice skating thing with the Russian. Which, I, I mean, is something that... I, I won't dive too deep into it, but it's obviously... That that situation is very messy, and I'm one who sides with the I think she should have been suspended from competition. It's absolutely. Just, it's one, just... Well, you know, I mean, Vladimir is in country, so he probably <laughs> laid his finger I, down. I know, then there's a lot of people that are going to poke the holes in that saying, oh, there's something sneaky going on here, but whatever. It's One cool thing... I wanted to point out, uh, I, for, I nearly forgot about this, but uh, there's actually a kid, uh, it's, he's Team USA speed skater, and he actually went to my high school. Uh, he really? Was a, really? He was a year or two younger than me. Uh, he ended up 27th fastest in the men's 500. Um, I guess he, he took a tumble, though. Listen, man, <laughs> like, let's get it, let's not get it twisted. Like, he's probably four years away from being like real deal competitive. He's only 22. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like he's probably for next, next winter Olympics. He's probably, he yeah. might, he, he might like, this is his first there. ever. Yeah. The fact so that he's making it like, dude, he's in China uh-huh. competing for our country. And to say like, you went to my high school is pretty freaking it's, cool. It's sick to think about that being said, Tyler and I have already talked about this. The most iconic thing about this though is the big air competition. Oh, yeah. You know why? To have that nuclear power plant yeah. in the background is the that greatest is thing ever. The best thing <laughs> ever. And the only thing <laughs> I can such think, a nice shot. It's like, look yeah. at her in the air, and there's and the I, runoff, folks. And, I, and, I, and I, I thought about this the other day. When they go to the, the big air and all these competitions that are at that site, the Simpsons theme song should play. <laughs> <laughs> Who planned the design of this place? Like, you know what we, you know what we need the big air right next to the nuclear power plant. Come on, guys. and the fact that it's got like the the the, the Olympic symbol on one exactly. Of the like, yeah. you know, somebody was up there painting that. What going, do we do with God, it? Don't I have just, a meltdown. Don't just paint it God. real quick. Hi, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> just paint it real quick. Put on the radiation shit. Just real quick. <laughs> yeah. What an iconic just <laughs> backdrop. It's just because <laughs> you, you know, just see you that know, in the background. I want Mr. Burns out there immediately. <laughs> Excellent. Anytime somebody lands something good, yes! that's the new. That's the new vote. That's how you vote. Thumbs up or thumbs down for Mr. Burns. <laughs> oh my god! That jump was excellent. <laughs> Release the hounds. That's how you know you did bad. I mean, every every wipeout. Don't. <laughs> There's some iconic stuff going on too. You've got, of course, the U.S. women and the Canadian women going toe to freaking toe in ice hockey again mm-hmm. this year in the gold medal match. Yep. So the men. Beat the Canadian men, though. 
They did. The U.S. men. The first time in 16 years, I think it was, or something like I don't that. Know. Or 12 years. It's first time in 12 years they've beaten this team. So. Uh, but that's insane. I know. See, <laughs> and they don't even have a lot of the guys who. They have no nobody. NHL players. Yeah, no NHL all, players. It's all that's, that's unsigned. Why it's, that's that's why I told you lay money on Russia because it's Russia or bust right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But that being said, I mean, there's some really cool stuff. I fall asleep to curling every night. I've been so trying to get okay. myself. I was too into it. I love it, man. I don't care. It's strategic. It's bocce ball on ice. It, yeah, let's yeah, go. It's. It, I mean, it, I'm getting more and more into it. I'm not falling in love with it, much, but I get it. I will tell you this much: the U.S. team is full of characters, though. That's what sells it, though, is that it's the people that are entwined with the Olympics have, that have help you these seen the guy with the mustache and yeah. the long hair? And oh, no. he is amazing. No, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't really. Seen I can't think USA. of his name off the no, top of I my can't. head, but I, he is. I he he's going to make Bob or bobsleigh curling popular. They've got. I think he's it, amazing. What is it? Peacock TV. They did the. Yeah. Uh, they did the whole. A documentary on those guys, I think. So uh-huh. you can go watch that. I thought it was great. Also, too, They're check, all, out, for check out that meddling one. I checked that one out from like the 92 yeah, yeah. Salt Lake City controversy uh-huh. Olympics or whatever about the, the Russian. Yep. Yeah, the French the judge. Skating, all that stuff. Yep. Holy cow. <laughs> so I was like blown There's, away by that thing. I've got one for you if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, the 30 for 30 that dives into the Miracle on Ice, but from the Russian team oh, side. Oh, I love that one. Amazing, and they've got one Amazing. out too called Red Army. I saw it on Apple TV. You can rent it. It's also it gets. There's a lot more in depth. Like they go really deep into like what it's like in the barracks and things like that. Yeah, really awesome stuff. And then this is like what like this is also what's great too about the Olympics. It brings back a lot of the old school stuff, yeah. so you can kind of documentary see stuff. The, that's see that's what, what happened I love. Like back in like the they got things like on HBO Max that like back in the 30s for the Winter Olympics or things like that. And I'm like. Jeez, guys, we don't have to go too far back, and it's like old dudes in hockey, like playing old school hockey with like no face mask or anything. Oh, yeah, crazy, just ridiculous. Love it, absolutely love it. But the the Olympics are coming to an end, just like this show has now come to its finality. I got more to say on Ben Simmons. Though. I know. Hey, watch us on Twitch. You can watch us on Twitch in about two and a half hours, two hours, two thirty to three. What 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 site do they need to hit? Uh, that would be twitch.tv slash Sports, where you guys can check out the Blow the Whistle crew and the X-Bomb Sports crew. We can go on live today, two, Tuesday, 2.30 to 3.30. We'll be doing it. Uh, you're probably going to hear a lot of what we just talked about. Maybe a little bit different stuff, though. We will, you'll see our pretty faces. You'll see our pretty faces. Pretty, see sure. our pretty faces. If you haven't been watching us on Instagram, you can see more of us. Um. Yeah. That being said, uh, from all the Blow the Whistle crew, I'm David Dykstra. Tyler Buterbaugh. Andrew Valentin. Uh, we're going to leave you with a tribute to our boy Mario, uh, who suddenly passed away once again uh, last week. Uh, unbelievably talented dude, but more and above everything else. The talent is just one part of who Mario was. He was an absolute genuine dude who cared and wanted to make life a more positive, better place for everybody he came in contact with. Uh, He's going to be greatly, greatly missed. Still, for me, I'm trying to process it and wrap my head around it. Um, It hit home for me a little harder than most uh, because I have a dad who is terminally ill And the fact that Mario was lost that quickly really made me appreciate the time that I've had extra with my pop. So 
even in death, Mario helped me learn and appreciate what I have even more. So thank you, Mario. And uh, guys, we will see you next Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel for Blow the Whistle. Uh, this is our tribute to our boy, Mario. When you're looking at pictures or videos of a storm, from the outside looking in, it looks beautiful. It looks powerful. But when you're actually going through that storm, when all you can see is darkness, when all you can feel and hear is rain, thunder, and lightning, you ain't thinking about power and beauty. All you're thinking about is getting through to the other side of that storm and making it to the light again. You see, in life, we don't realize who we're becoming while we're in the middle of a storm. We don't realize who we're becoming in the middle of a struggle. But that is the true beauty of the storm. That is the true beauty of the struggle, is who we become as a result of going through it. The strength and courage you had to summon to make it through that storm and get to the other side. You feel me? Keep fighting, y'all. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Le legends never die. We love you, Mario. Rest in peace, my brother. <laughs>